Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Muppet Show. <laughs> we could use our understanding of the laws of physics to become time voyagers through the fourth dimension. Mad Podcasters Paradox. Welcome to Weird Tales of the Unexplainable with me, Adam Tissington. As always, my co-hosts today. You can go first, Scott. Oh, thanks. I'm Beef. And this is Bob Shoy. Hi guys, how's it going? Alright. Hey, how's it going? Cool. Okay. Anything to uh, start us off with? Any um, shout-outs? Well, it's so hard because we're recording so far in advance. Yeah. Like we we said last time, guys, for the next sort of month or so, these episodes aren't going to be current. If you send us an email and we're not saying, like, thanks for that email, don't feel bad because we're recording this episode and it's not going up for a month. Yeah. Just so we can stay weekly while we're on our travels. Yeah. Um, Always nothing, thinking nothing, of the um, The Britain hasn't done anything silly since we last recorded, right? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. First, well, time, we, first time we've recorded since it, it, de- happened. it depends because as we're speaking... England are playing Iceland in the uh, oh, we might do knockout similar. stages. So we might do something, <laughs> something else. Stupid. We might get knocked out of another Euro. <laughs> oh, hello. Enough of that. No more politics. No, no. no. More politics. So, actually, the topic's quite um, relevant to that, actually. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're not <laughs> really doing, relevant. We're not doing the referendum. Um, have you ever wanted Reference. to time travel? <laughs> really? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Time travel. Time travel, yeah. So all of us wish we could time travel. Yeah, just, um, just a few days. But we can't. Or can we? Well, you've you ruined the end. <laughs> no. It's, the end. it's not possible. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> um, so what do you guys know about time travel? Is it possible? Is it not? Um, all I know... What do you know? Is that if you get in a DeLorean... Oh. ...and uh, drive it to 88 miles an hour... Yeah. Roads. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, all I know really is that. Um, <laughs> Film recommendation of the week. <laughs> it's your kids, Marty. Back to the Future. <laughs> I'm sure no one's seen that. Uh, I mean, honestly, how many time travel movies are there? We there are too many. It's quite a lot. Well, well, never too many. I fucking love time travel movies. I need to Even find the movie that I Even watch. Shit time travel movies. I'm like, ooh, time travel. What's your favourite yeah. time travel movie? Back to the Future. It's so yeah, good. Isn't it, it is good. It's it way is good. too good. The whole trilogy. I love the whole trilogy as well. It's not like oh, I yeah. just love the first one. I love the whole thing. It's fucking brilliant. My favourite is Simpsons when Homer makes that toaster. Halloween <laughs> <laughs> special. Yeah, and he goes back and squashes a butterfly. He goes back and Ned Flanders is like mm. the fucking ruler of the universe. Yeah. You you just can't. Yeah, you're right. Even the terrible time travel films are amazing. Butterfly effect. Oh, that's a good one. I like Butterfly Effect. Jim loves that film. That's a really good film. Um, Looper's good. That's a more recent one. That's a great film. There's the one that's the independent. Oh man, that's good. I need to see Looper. Yeah, watch that. That's my film recommendation for you of the week. All right, thanks. Trying to find the independent film that I watched the other day, which was about time travel. Keep pressing dot rather than space. It's taken a while. Time travel. Primer. Was it Primer? I don't know. It was Primer. 
Yeah, like yeah. Your film recommendation for us of the week. Primer is the good. recommendation. The budget was seven thousand US dollars, oh. and it's really good. Where can I find it? Um, on YouTube, probably. I watched the low budget. Um, it's a bit of a, a bit bit romancy, bit rom comy. Yeah. Um, time travel movie. Um, called Safety Not Guaranteed. I've heard of that. Friend, yeah, Becca like that. Is that on Netflix? I don't know. I think I've seen it on no, Netflix. I watched it like last year or something. It's got uh, what's her name, Aubrey Plaza. She was in she was in uh, Parks and Recreation. She played, she was in that popular in that Aubrey um, Plaza. Yeah, it sounds like a street name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're really rambling on. Right, I've got a I've got a video that will just sort of well, introduce well, well. us. Well, well. I didn't what? get to say what I know about time travel yet. Okay, go on then. Um, you can go is, forward. It is my knowledge, yeah, <laughs> that you can go forward, but you can't go back. Ooh. And that's what Einstein said. Th- theoretically. Does this make me as clever as Einstein, right? What does he know? Years ago, I sat and thought about time travel, actually realistically, and was really, really thinking about it, and I came to the conclusion you could go forward, but couldn't go back. Yeah. And then I found out that that was Einstein's big thing about it, and I was like, oh. How did you come just to that conclusion? Because if you're going fast enough, you're going faster than the speed of light, which would make you be travelling through that plane, which is faster than light, so you're actually moving faster than light can, so you're travelling forward in time. Mm. But you can't go so fast that you would move backwards in time. Mm. That was my, that was, that was simplified your logic. logic of what I came down to. Seems pretty logical. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I like time travel movies, but we already established that. Yeah. <laughs> 88 miles an hour. God, you got to get a sound clip now. 88 miles per hour! Uh, right. I'm going to get loads of Back to the Future sound clips. Gigawatts! But I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! After time travel, we need to understand time itself. He starts by correcting three important misconceptions. The first misconception about time is that there's a universal now. That if it's 12 o'clock here, it must be 12 o'clock on the moon. And by golly, it must be 12 o'clock throughout the entire universe. Actually, in reality, it is impossible to synchronize your watches throughout the universe. This is because of misconception number two. Many people believe that time passes at a constant rate. People also believe that time ticks uniformly throughout the universe. Actually, that's not true. You can show that in outer space, a clock actually ticks slower than on the Earth. Our satellite navigation systems only work because the U.S. military make corrective adjustments to the satellite clocks every single day. Time is not absolute. It ticks at different rates in different places. The time traveler must cast aside any notion of mechanical time and embrace the idea of time as a dimension. That's a bit where they're smashing clocks. Misconception number three. Most people assume that we live in a three-dimensional world. Actually, we live in a four-dimensional world. Three dimensions of space and one dimension of time. Thinking of time as a dimension might not come naturally to us. But Kaku has a way of helping us. Computer games. What is so fascinating about Pac-Man is that Pac-Man lives in two dimensions. He can only go forward, backward, left, right. But the concept of up is totally alien. They cannot visualize the concept of up. They live in a flat land. Now, we also live in a three-dimensional world. We go forward, backward, left, right, and up, down. But we are incapable of visualizing a higher dimension, a fourth dimension. That requires a leap of logic that our brain simply cannot comprehend. Okay, I need to go to 5th Avenue and 33rd Street. Just like Pac-Man, we use a two-dimensional map to find a place on Earth. But unlike Pac-Man, we can leave the 2D flat world and go up into the third dimensions of height. We also live in the fourth dimension of time. An appointment in our world might be in a building on a map and a floor in the building, but 
also at an agreed time. In fact, the fourth dimension of time is so interwoven with the other three dimensions of space that physicists now call the four dimensions together by one name. Space-time. We now believe that space and time are not invisible. They're actually a fabric, a fabric that can be stretched, pulled, and perhaps even wrapped up into knots. If so, then perhaps the dream of time travel is not as preposterous as it sounds. Oh, oh. khaki. Um, well, I love khaki. A little bit, didn't we, on yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do you think to that? Did you know any of that? Yeah, that was sort of almost like, um, it was good. It was almost like a layman's run through of stuff that you feel like you already know. So when he says it, it's just like reinforcing it. So you're like, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of looked a little bit into some of that stuff when I was doing the, uh, Parallel Universe mm. episode because he was looking into those theories. They're quite linked. The two subjects are quite yeah, yeah. linked anyway. But it's yeah, still, yeah. like, it's all very understandable. But it's almost like I feel like if I watch him a bit more, he'll he'll lose me because mm. it's just yeah, it's teetering just on the, the edge. edge. I can't take it. It's like yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. What he goes on to say about the fourth dimension being basically hot, impossible for us to perceive because we don't have the. Well, he was talking in like another video that I watched about how. Oh, well, that exact guy. Huh? That exact guy. Yeah. Yeah. Same, oh, wow. same guy. Um, about how, how time speeds up and slows down depending on what you're doing. Mm. And I couldn't, I can understand what he was saying, but I just couldn't grasp, mm. like, how it works. Like, how, how do you mean, Kaku? You're like, hmm. But what he was leading into was basically the fact that space time curves, which means it's possible to manipulate those curves and possibly travel through time. Mm. And basically what it is is that, um, mass, Anything with like a lot of weight, mass, or I don't know, not the same thing, but a lot of like mass will curve space time to a point where it will slow down. Mm. Like the closer you get to a heavy object, the slower time goes. So there's some theories. So if I was like playing ping pong next to an anvil, my ping pong game would be way slower than if I was doing it next to a bag of. You'd be perceiving time slower than like very minutely because an anvil. So you can't even perceive the difference. Like if you were next to the Empire State Building. Right. And beef was across the road. Yeah, probably bigger than uh, an anvil. <laughs> <laughs> um, beef would be perceiving time faster than you would. Because you're next to something. But it would be moving at the same speed. I don't understand why. Very much, like, so, like minutely. Like, stuff that you wouldn't be able to... Is that how people's clocks aren't all go out of sync? Our watches? Because um, we're all like through... No, I think that's just bad. Isn't that something mechanics. to do with magnets? Yeah, I think that's magnets. Um, I'm I feel like we're this confused. doesn't work in my head. Um, okay. right. So talking about the mass again, cause, so, so like Bobby's next to the Empire State, Empire State Building. Building. I'm on the other side of the street. This is like a minute sort of change. It's not going to be like really perceivable, but I'm using that as an example. So what you're saying is time would feel slower to Bob yeah, than, than you, it would to me. It would to you, yeah, because the closer you get to heavy objects, it bends time, so it slows it down. This is Tristan McMillan. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to show you a theory from a little known scientist called Mr. Stephen Hawking. Oh, Never heard of him, mate. Uh, about using other things, much heavier things, to bend space-time mm. and the implications that would have. Right in the center of the Milky Way, 26,000 light years from us lies the heaviest object in the entire galaxy, hidden by a vast cloud of gas and stars. It's a supermassive black hole containing the mass of four million suns, crushed down into a single point by its own gravity. The closer you get to the black hole, the stronger the gravity. Get really close and not even light can escape. So it's wrapped in a sphere of darkness 15 million miles in diameter. A black hole like this one has a dramatic effect on time, slowing it down far more than anything else in the galaxy. That makes 
makes it a natural time machine. I like to imagine how a spaceship might someday be able to take advantage of this spectacular phenomenon. Of course, it would first have to avoid being sucked in. Yeah, don't go. The trick, I think, would be to aim just off to the side so they'd miss it. They'd have to be on exactly the right trajectory and speed or they'd never escape. Get it right and the ship would be pulled into orbit. A giant circle 30 million miles in diameter. Too big a risk. Way too big a Here it would be safe. Its speed would be enough to keep it from falling any further in. If a space agency were controlling the mission from Earth or anywhere else far away from the black hole, they'd observe that each full orbit took 16 minutes. But for the brave people on board, close to this massive object, time would be slowed down. And here the effect would be far more extreme than near the pyramid or planet Earth. The crew's time would be slowed down by half. For every 16-minute orbit, they'd only experience eight minutes of time. Round and round they'd go, experiencing just half the time of everyone far away from the black hole. The ship and its crew would be traveling through time. Imagine they circled the black hole for five of their years. Ten years would pass elsewhere. When they got home, everyone on Earth would have aged five years more than they had. The crew of the spacecraft would return to a future Earth. They would have made a journey not only in space, but in time. So a supermassive black hole is a time machine. But of course, it's not exactly practical. It has advantages over wormholes in that it doesn't provoke paradoxes. Plus, it won't destroy itself in a flash of feedback. But it's pretty dangerous. It's a long way away, and it doesn't even take us very far into the future. Fortunately, there is another way to travel in time. And this... What's the other one? Wow, you're going to see. Oh. So what do you think to that? That's pretty fucking crazy, right? Yeah, that blowing my mind. The thing is, is it's like you have to go to a black hole. Mm. You have to get trajectory right, and even then, it's only half. It's five years of your life for ten. I'd do five years for sixty. I wouldn't do it for ten. <laughs> Six. I wouldn't yeah, go there just to go yeah, five years ahead. So but you're not doing anything for that five years, so actually, you might as well be doing something else. That's what I mean. So it's not worth doing it for anything. Exactly. Uh, I, uh, I can't. We said about this on some other episode. The scale of everything. Yeah, it's too big. It's too big that it, you might as well say any number. You might as well make up numbers. You might as well say like 18 blueberry. And I'm like, alright. I'll (laughs) nod and smile and act like I know what you're talking about as much as I was then. Yeah. Alright, that makes sense. (laughs) I mean, I I understand. I get the concept, but I just, I can't grasp it. It's too much. So what it is, is, if you can imagine, like... What they're saying is, because it... Because of the mass, the sheer mass of it. The gravitational pull is so massive. Yeah. Super massive. Super massive, that it's pulling light and everything getting sucked into it. But it's the mass that's the key. The mass bends. If you imagine, like, the universe, like, the squares, like... Mm. like squares and oh. it's like straight and then like you put something in the middle and it bends and it vortexes mm. so the closer you go down the slower time is so the like heavier time is a big is. blanket laid over the world and if you've got something that's like big in scale It'll... is stretching the blanket mm. yeah, yeah. around it yeah yeah oh. so the closer you go into the I made an intelligent the observation <laughs> well yeah. that's perfect yeah that's exactly it so you're sick <laughs> <laughs> the example he gave was actually the pyramid yeah if you stand next to the pyramid then someone... You have a longer holiday than yeah. someone who's drifting down the Nile. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> very, very marginally, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but the Egyptians... Your, would your watch be different? Uh, would time be So marginally. So marginally. So if, if I went away to Egypt... If you stood next to the pyramid for and like... And he spent all day on the beach, yeah. and I sat next Unlikely. to a pyramid reading... Yeah. And we literally didn't move for two weeks each. He was so sunburned. <laughs> I bet it would be dead. Yeah, proper. Um, would our watches be different? By milliseconds. 
Mm. Not we wouldn't even it. notice it. Not worth the one, it. the we one in the sea was different. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> it's a waste of a holiday. <laughs> See you in two weeks. I think the Get correction they do in in space is something like 0.5 milliseconds every day. It's slower out there, no faster out there than it is on Earth. So if you left the the timer out on the satellites to just go do its own thing every day, it would go 0.5 out or yeah, something. Which like is that. why the Americans change it. Like keep changing it, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I just can't imagine, and like I get it, I do understand it. Yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking essentially. So they're orbiting this supermassive black hole. Yeah, and there are people I don't know, like sat in Houston watching it. Like they they it they're experiencing the same thing. Like on the spaceship, you'd just be getting on with. Whatever you'd be like, well, I've got five years now, so hmm. could well anyone bring a book? Do so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this SUV is getting cramped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so that's the, so they're experiencing. So to them, it would feel the same. Like, can they be no, talking? No, it wouldn't feel the same. But it wouldn't feel the same. But they'd be. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. What if oh, they were communicating? Because they communicate, and it would feel the same to both people. Mm. Or would their voices be <laughs> really smooth? I don't think they could communicate. No. Because... Or would their voices be really quick? I can't get my head That's what I mean. Like, like, just, let's just stretch our imaginations a bit. I imagine they could more. communicate, like, even more than this. Okay. It's going to snap. Just say they could communicate. Well, the thing is, you'd ring someone and they wouldn't have enough time to pick up the phone because time began so fast, the phone would literally just. No, I'd let it ring for a bit longer. <laughs> Say that science. You let it ring. <laughs> let it ring for like let a month. Let it ring. Let it ring. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Ask. That that's ask another Mr. thing Hawking. that like boggles my mind. Is there Would any you signal be able in to space? watch an, another like series of Walking Dead and ring up? Got some spoilers. <laughs> we made it though. I don't understand. Yeah, no. I get. I get confused. I get who's the concept. It quicker. No, you'd get the spoilers from Earth. Because you'd be slowed down. Yeah. So Earth would be ringing you when you get out of the vortex, like, by the way, Walking Dead's and it's like, you know, 50th season or something. Rick died. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Not yet. When 10 years, possibly. Ricky died, Ricky died. If you, could, if you can time travel with a black hole, then there's a potential for anyone Why to do are you anything. singing that to <laughs> let it go? I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Ricky died, Ricky died. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, so you know, mean, though, there's so many like complications. It sound, it. When he's saying it, it sounds so massive that in my brain I'm like, I can't follow this. But by the end, I have kind of followed it, and then I'm confused at myself. Yeah. Like I understood it. I'm like, no, I understood it. I just don't know how I understood it. <laughs> would your food take longer to cook? No, because you would be there. No, everything that you so would you see would on like the spaceship would be fine. Mean. You wouldn't be moving in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, no. I, everything that's yeah. with you on the journey would be going the same speed. But. Like, but everything, if you looked out the window and you could see Earth, Earth would just be like a bit faster, half the time. So, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I just. It'd be exponentially getting yeah. faster, actually. The longer you're in there, the, the faster the Earth would start going, right? Really? Mm. Would it? Ask us. Because you think the longer you're in the spaceship and it's half time. Oh, I don't know. So, how big, like, I'm trying to think of the. Slide down! The black hole on. Interstellar. Right, we're going back to Interstellar again. Yeah. We're going to obviously... Because I literally didn't realise, I was like, oh yeah, actually Interstellar does do that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then Interstellar's based on... When they go down to that planet, because it's the mass of the planet is so huge, they come back and the... Spoilers. Brilliant. Such a good film. But that's... So... Film That's where Interstellar takes its facts from, the theories of, you know, Stephen Hawking and and such. You ever seen The Time Machine with Guy Pearce? No. Is that that's like the famous one, isn't it? It's based on a very famous book by someone really famous. Yeah, oh, I should they know. study it, like like super school. famous. Yeah. Like, is it the well, guy who did Scrooge? No, it's not Dickens. No, it's mega famous. Yeah, it's just if it's going to bug you, is it Rudyard Kipling? Oh, it might be Kipling. It might be Kipling. Check that's it out. Such a good guess. If it's Kipling, then I get a biscuit. I swear, it's got like Samantha Mumber in it is as it well. Mr. Kipling. Something. Time, what's it called? Time Traveller? The Time Machine. The Time, the time Machine. I love that. <laughs> I got it in about 30 seconds. It's got the Guy Pearson at the film. But the so that's one, the, what I'm asking is the, the black hole. Oh, H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells. Oh, same, same guy. 
I can't stick, that one. Stick to the cakes. I'll say as soon as you say, uh, yeah, Kipling, I'll put that straight away. <laughs> stick to the cakes. Wait, Kipling, stick to the cakes. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't remember how big the they said that the black hole on Interstellar was because that one they used as a not that, that we have in our galaxy is what fifteen million miles. Oh, I, I, I designed out it was too big. <laughs> it was too big the, the the numbers they gave me were too much my brain melted and then I just came back in after they finished the numbers I can just about as well have just said black hole it's big yeah <laughs> <laughs> really really big uh, right so that's the black hole theory um, he touched on wormholes in that video so I thought I'd show you the wormhole one from the same program it's yeah like, go on because my called, brain I can take more so. it's called the mad scientist paradox oh god <laughs> it's going to be us for a bit <laughs> the mad podcaster's paradox paradoxes are fun to think about <laughs> the most famous one is usually called the grandfather paradox I have a new simpler version I call the mad scientist paradox I don't like the way scientists in movies are often described as mad. But in this case, it's true. This chap is determined to create a paradox. Even if it costs him his life. Imagine somehow he's built a wormhole. A time tunnel that stretches just one minute into the past. It may not sound like much, but even one minute of time travel can cause real trouble. Through the wormhole, the scientist can see himself as he was one minute ago. But what if our scientist uses the wormhole to shoot his earlier self? He's now dead. Killed before he'd even finished assembling the pistol. So, who fired the shot? It's a paradox. It just doesn't make sense. It's the sort of situation that gives cosmologists nightmares. This kind of time machine would violate a fundamental rule that governs the entire universe. That causes happen before effects and never the other way around. I believe things can't make themselves impossible. If they could then there'd be nothing to stop the whole universe from descending into chaos. I think something will always happen that prevents the paradox. There must be a reason why our scientist will never find himself in a situation where he could shoot himself. And in this case, I'm sorry to say, the wormhole itself is the problem. In the end, I think a wormhole like this one can't exist. And the reason for that is feedback. If you've ever been to a rock gig, you'll probably recognize this screeching noise. What causes it is simple. Sound enters the microphone. It's transmitted along the wires, made louder by the amplifier, and comes out at the speakers. But if too much of the sound from the speakers goes back into the mic, it goes round and round in a loop, getting louder each time. If no one stops it, feedback can destroy the sound system. I think the same thing will happen with a wormhole, only with radiation instead of sound. As soon as the wormhole expands, natural radiation will enter it and end up in a loop. The feedback will become so strong it destroys the wormhole. Okay. So what do you think of that? <clears throat> I love paradoxes, and I hate paradoxes too, because I was just saying how much I love time travel movies. Mm. <laughs> because I love them, I'm a real stickler for time travel that doesn't make sense. Mm. So I couldn't enjoy Men in Black 3. <laughs> because there's so many times in that film where the time travel, I'm watching it with a real, like, I know how time travel rules work in films. 
way and I'm like that doesn't work what they did in that bit doesn't work because he couldn't be there and then I mean an example I can't remember there's a, I can't remember the film I just remember there was a certain point where I was so furious it's near the end Will Smith's on a bridge and he does something and uses time travel to do something and I was like that couldn't happen because he was there at that point and that wouldn't it was a point in it I haven't okay. seen the film for since it came out <laughs> and I was really zoned out at that point so it pissed me off but there's a point in that where it doesn't work the time travel mechanic and it doesn't work and it ruins the film for me because i'm like oh fuck um of all things to my knowledge the thing that does time travel the best because the guys who write it are such nerds with this sort of thing mm. so all the ep- it's a tv show all the time travel themed episodes of this tv show and there's quite a few get it so spot on is futurama yeah, Futurama is great. The Futurama time travel episodes are so fucking intelligently written and yeah. so good. On point. Yeah, I'll try and write, I'll put a couple of recommendations of particular episodes, but yeah, they're yeah. so well done. They really make you think and really? laugh. <laughs> yeah, huh. and think and laugh. I suppose I don't really dedicate myself into thinking that much about it, really. Hmm. So, like, I don't know. When I'm so watching you could something. Enjoy Men in Black 3. Well, yeah, because I'm already watching a film about aliens that inhabit the planet. No. Which is far-fetched enough. I'm definitely with Bob on that one. I, I do, I'm I, a stickler for that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. It's probably because I've been spoiled with like Futurama and other stuff like that, which is so clever. And then you watch a time travel movie that isn't clever and you're just like... Why bother? Yeah, it's, it's true. Unless you're going to... Yeah. Like, Back you to the know, Future someone, does that as well. Someone though. needed to proofread the mm. script and be like, oh, just change that bit because that bit doesn't follow the rules you've already set up in this film. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah, Back totally. to the Future does it as well, though. Go on. I don't know. I can't... No, it doesn't. It. <laughs> Back to the Future it does. does. I was going to say... Well, you nodded when I said it, Tisk. I was going to say... Yeah. I... Well, I've heard it does. Oh. But I've not, I'm not seen it. I was going to say... I've only heard it does. But Back to the Future's a comedy. But <laughs> drama, <laughs> serious drama. But Men in Black Three is also comedy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd go so far as to say like I I enjoyed Men in Black Three, but I certainly it was better than Men in Black Two. Um, I've got to put this on. I, was, I hate Men in Black Two. It's one of my most hated films of all time. Really, I like Men in Black One. I nearly walked out of the cinema. Anything after that. First time, only time. I always see something through, but yeah, I nearly... What's Men in Black 2? Which one's that? I just remember there's a guy with balls for a chin. I thought it was disgusting. Oh, a ball, a, a ball oh, chinian. Come on. And already I was like, no. Yeah. Like, five minutes into like, the film. Punch him in the but balls, so and then he goes, he's a ball P- chinian. He goes, oh. Yeah, I was like, this is a PG. That's disgusting. He's got a set of testicles on his chin. It's just not clever, oh, either. come on, I thought mate. it was gross. What about when the Transformers have balls as well? Oh, you hated well, that You know well. I hated that as well. The what? Other film, <laughs> oh, hang on. I only saw... It's the second one. I don't think I saw the second one. I think I saw the first one. I refused to watch any more Transformers films after that bit. (laughs) I refused to watch them all, and then I got made to watch them, so that was annoying. Made to watch them? Yeah, Rob made me watch them. The first one was shitty, silly nonsense, but I couldn't enjoy it now, just in hindsight. I went to see the second one, thinking more of the same, and it had too many testicles jokes. (laughs) And by too many, I mean one. (laughs) Back to paradoxes. How much of that do I leave in? All of it. Let's, okay. let's just crack yeah, on with Paradox. I think people enjoy our little tangents. I think um, I, when he was given the scenario of right. the scientist who kills himself, yeah, like for me it made perfect sense um, until he's like, yeah, but then he wouldn't be there to... Yeah, but you know what I think of with that? Mm. Parallel universes. Yeah, the guy yeah. who died is in a parallel universe to the guy that lived. I think every time... So would they, have a, time, would they have a wormhole in both universes? Yeah. I, I have like to. to think of it like that. They'd have he, to have if, one. If he could go through that wormhole and shoot himself and the world carried on as normal, that in a time travel wormhole, that's a parallel universe wormhole. Mm. Mm. It's, it's, uh, it's a really interesting... I love linking theory. parallel universes and time travel. I just love it. Paradoxes, are, they're great, aren't they? I'd they're... have thought the other day that Deja Vu might be parallel universes. Because mm. um, I actually had Deja Vu, but in that Deja Vu, I saw an alternate reality so an alternate thing that i did and actually because i had the deja vu i changed it so in this reality it was different to the other reality if I, deja I, vu was more um because my mum was saying something and in the alternate reality when i had deja vu i said no and then in this reality i actually went oh, i got deja well, vu and i said in that deja vu i actually said no 
but in this one I said oh, something that's different. That's interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. I thought Deja Vu was more supporting the um, simulation theory because it's a glitch. Oh, that's just Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you say that like Matrix, Matrix is a bad film. Matrix is a great film. It's Matrix just, 1 is a great film. Whenever you try to explain... Matrix 2 and 3 are terrible Oh, I don't know. Oh, I do like them. I, they oh, are come not, on. They don't match up, but they, I do love it. I think it's a great cool. sci-fi trilogy. Yeah, but I it's think not as good as the first. the first one is a great I think sci-fi second, film. The second one is second one's too a much mess. crap. Second one's a mess. Third one is... I like more because it's drastically different. Hmm. Um, I like them all. Coming back to the deja vu stuff, um, yeah. I I get this um, when since I got married, I get this like um, I can't really explain what happens, but it it feels more like deja vu. The shits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what from China? <sighs> no, um, I. It's almost like I'm living through a moment that I've already dreamed. Mm. So it can be. Like say it Is it happens you married the woman of your dreams mm-hmm, no. and you're living. Well, I did. But oh. she doesn't listen, mate. You don't have to. Yeah. I better. Though. You have to <laughs> correct yourself. She the might one, start the one listening, she listening to. to. <laughs> oh, I want to start one about time travel. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Um, no, usually what happens is, um, it happened like last week. I'll like live through something and I know what people are going to say next. Mm-hmm. And it will be for like two minutes. I'll know exactly what people are going to say. It happened at school the other day and, um, I knew who, I was like, oh, Greg was going to walk through the door in a minute. And he came in. I knew what he was going to say. I knew how long he was going to spend in. And it's because I've, and then I remember as soon as it starts happening, I'm like, I've jumped this. So I almost have like, um, the only way I can describe it is like prophetic dreams. Who's the prophet? And I know it sounds, I I called you a prophet on another episode. Yeah, you did, yeah. I know it sounds, it sounds crazy, but I genuinely, it happens. Oh, no. Hang on. Hold that thought. Got it. Hello. Oh, okay. You're on on the podcast. Hi, Karen. Um, right, yeah, I know it sounds like mental, and I can't really explain like how, but like I, it happens all the time. Next, if it happens like when we're doing the pod, I'll, yeah, I'll talk you through what you're like when you both just know, say. you know what episode it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, episode. Yeah. I heard you say it when I edited it. When I did the Did last you? one, you really said episode. Oh man, episode. Yeah, sparing it. Yeah. Go on, don't, don't focus on it too much, you know, let your natural charm come through. So what were you saying? You were I'm just saying that like, I no, it's not that's the only way I can describe it, but it and it but it's more than deja vu. You know when you get deja vu and you yeah. like, oh this is weird. It's like a, a this prolonged is like, deja vu. It's like prolonged deja vu, but everything is perfectly on point. But yeah, paradoxes are odd. So mm. strange. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. Um okay. Here's another Theory on what it takes to time travel by Mr. Stephen H. Stephen, oh, Stephen Hawking. The fastest manned vehicle in history was Apollo 10. It reached 25,000 miles per hour. That's mental. That's fucking well That's not possible. That's quicker than my car. But to travel in time, <laughs> we'll have to go more than 2,000 times faster. And to do that, we'd need a much bigger ship. A truly enormous machine. The ship would have to be big to carry a huge amount of fuel. Enough to accelerate it to nearly the speed of light. Getting to just beneath the cosmic speed limit would require six whole years at full power. What? What? That was too long. So long. Do you never get used to it? You know when you're picking up speed, like after like a couple of hours of being like, do you think you get used to the speed and you just be like, like normal? Or do you think it would always feel? Well, I don't know. I suppose it's the same as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liken it to. I was thinking about you know when you you're on the runway about to take off, Mm. and when when that acceleration first hits you, you're like like that. Mm. And then after like 10, 15 seconds of going down the runway, you're like, oh, come on. And you can lean out your window a little bit. And have what about a travelator? It's like Sorry? a travelator, isn't it? When you're walking on a travelator and you're going like miles faster than everyone, you get off and it's like, 
Yeah, it's like when you're doing uh, when you're bombing down the road at 120 and you go into 30. As you have an emergency stop, <laughs> close to the speed of like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Six years is too long. Yeah. The initial acceleration would be gentle because the ship would be so big and heavy, but gradually it would pick up speed and soon would be covering massive distances. In just one week, it would have reached the outer planets, gas giants like Neptune. After two years, it would reach half light speed and be far outside our solar system. Two years later, it would be traveling at 90% of the speed of light speed and passing our closest star system, Alpha Centauri. Around 30 trillion miles away from Earth, and four years since launch, Run out the ship begins to travel in time. For every hour of time on the ship, two hours pass on Earth. A similar situation to the spaceship that orbited the massive black hole, but there's more to come. After another two years of full thrust, the ship would reach its top speed. 99% of the speed of light. At this speed, a single day on board is a whole year of Earth time. Our ship would be truly flying into the future. The slowing of time has another benefit. It means we could, in theory, travel extraordinary distances within one human lifetime. A trip to the edge of the galaxy would take just 80 years. Yeah. 80? <laughs> You'd be 80 when you got there. If you were you born. As if you survived. It's a universe where time runs at different rates. In different places, where the most extreme objects imaginable, giant black holes, twist and warp both time and space. It's a place where tiny wormholes exist all around us. And where ultimately, if we could develop the right technology, we could use our understanding of the laws of physics to become time voyagers through the fourth dimension. We're fucking, we're just chimps, aren't we? How come, we, if the universe is like that, how come humans ever even think to well, conquer it? That only shows, it? that shows how far away we are from, um, because I was thinking, okay, so say it takes six years of fuel hmm. to get up to light, almost light 99%, speed. Yeah. Then what? And how long do you travel on Apple? And then what, how do they get home? Like how much? You won't, you're not getting That's home. what I mean. Uh, unless you found a wormhole that took you home. Hmm. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. Fucking chimps. Got another recommendation. Okay. Uh, I haven't done the comic recommendation for a while. Really good, uh, mini series, like four issues long. And Sean Gordon Murphy did the art. He's one of my favorite comic book artists right now. Yeah. A series called Chrononauts. Okay. And that's really fun time travel story. And I'm not even a big fan of the writer, but even I was like, no, nah, that's, that's, that's a good comic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I think they're making it into a film. What's it oh, called, wow. Chrononauts. Chrononauts. Mm. I think it's only four issues or five issues long. It's a short series, but it's fun. It's good. It's like a, it's a sort of similar vibe to Back to the Future, to be honest, because it's, it's good. Probably not as silly as Back to the Future, but it's got some comedy in it and stuff. Yeah, it's mm. a really good series. And if um, you like superhero comics, Flashpoint's really good as well. About the mm. Flash going back in time. Stop his mum from dying. It's really like heart wrenching. It's mm. really good. I won't put that in though because spoilers. Flashpoint though is good. <laughs> I just can't. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting because you know, effectively, they're just saying, "Well, it is possible," mm. but this is what what we're looking at right now. Mm. You know, when they get to the point where they're like, "It would only take this much fuel, and it would only take you like an hour." An hour to get up to light speed. Think you'd probably it, be dead. Um, <laughs> your skin would fall off the back of your head. Your organ skin. skin. It would just be like you would just obliterate. Yeah, you'd be nothing. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like the episode of uh, Game of Thrones where no, I don't even remember. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, time travel in that? Huh? 
Is that it's like time traveling Game of Thrones? We're gonna start watching it. Again. That's what it is. It's a time travel show. Oh, a time it's travel the future of Britain. Yeah, as we see it now. Oh, yeah. We're going to regress further and further. No more just, politics. <laughs> no. You said at the start of the episode, no more yeah, politics. Yeah, no, I can't. And you keep bringing it in. No, it's, uh, it's an interesting theory, isn't it? But it's just <clears throat> so, so far away from reality. The thing is... These... In my head, it's like, well, that's not possible because we don't... There wouldn't be that much... Problem. When the scales are that massive, yeah. I feel like Hawkins is like... You think he's really clever, but I feel like you could say anything and people were like, wow, what an interesting hypothesis. Mm. He's basically going, you go really fast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, now. Um, I actually, on the program I was watching, uh, it wasn't the Stephen Hawking one. I've seen that ages ago, so I knew to pull those resources. But the other video that we've watched at the start, the National Geographic one, the guy said uh, the amount of fuel you'd need to go even near the speed of light is every bit of fuel on the Earth right Exactly. Now. Every exactly. bit. Wow. Right now. Stop using it right now and just every bit. Yeah, and then you can put a I baby mean. on it and it'll be 80 by the time you can tell us what happened. Imagine you got cancer like a 70. It's, oh, 10 years I could have seen the other galaxy. <laughs> can you get cancer in space? Space cancer. Yeah. Radiation, but that's exactly that's it's what space I meant. Space so in it's front not of diseases. It's not plausible. So it's not really possible because it's not <laughs> because that much fuel is ridiculous. Well, it is. It's a hypothesis. And then, and then, like, imagine the like the containers, like the fuel tanks that would take that much. Yeah, you fuel. can. You can do it. You can you contain it. It's mental. Like, It'd be it's like a lot the size of, of a country. If you could get all the fuel, and if you could contain it, and if you could do this, then you could do it. Yeah. So it is, it is possible, yeah. it's just That's what extremely saying. unlikely. You could say anything with that quantities, no one's yeah. ever going to test it. Because imagine yeah. if we found a planet just full of petrol. If if I would say, I could say that, I could say um, there's this new fuel that's the size of like a Kit Kat, mm. which is equivalent to all the fuel on Earth. What, like dark matter? <laughs> you just get one each as you're born, it's like that'll do you, and some. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. a little, just a little animal, like poop it out, like nibbler. Yeah, so that's what they use, and that's just a cartoon. So it's shit, not yeah. I wouldn't take him when they were, to be honest. <laughs> I think they're just having a well, laugh. Yeah, they, were, they were good on time travel, but not necessarily <laughs> space fuel. <laughs> so that's that's all the theories mm. of time travel, of mm. how it would be possible. Mm. Uh, now, for the second part of the show, I've got a little bit of fun. Something I hope you're including. <laughs> what? Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed. Is it the Charlie Chaplin time phone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even better, Kermit. I'm going to come round as well. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, hang on. Isn't that like. That's Miss Piggy, isn't it? I just did. Yeah, Kermit goes. It's the Muppet Show. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you say move oh, up. I downloaded it's... the wrong podcast. There's weird times. Apparently, it's the Muppet Show. <laughs> Got the two, the two old men in the wings. Oh, they can <sighs> start our ward off. Is it? You call that time travel? Oh, turn this crap over. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. Charlie Chaplin. Mate, time pro- proof of time travel, mate. If you could uh, go back in time, where would you go? Oh, or forward. You can go back or forward, first question. Um I think I'd go back. Wrong. <laughs> <Don't get it. laughs> where, where, where would you go back to? But this is um the would only you, reason I say back. Would you kill baby Hitler? Yeah, but then you'd say kill a baby. <laughs> the only reason I say back is because I don't know what the future is, so mm. then I have no idea. If I go forward, if I'll be like, oh, I don't know, I'll go forward like 50 years, mm. and it's that we have driverless cars, but that's pretty much the same, mm. I'd be disappointed. But if I could go back, if I could go back, mm. I'd want to go back as drastically to see like the most far out thing. Yeah, I want to see a dinosaur. I want to see dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw... Okay, but here's the caveat. Screw Hitler, screw... Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go I back. Like, you know. Could you go and see the Victorians? I was... I was <laughs> boring all <holiday. laughs> Stiff up a lip, boy. Um, that would here's be the awful. caveat. You can't come back. 
Yeah. You, okay, you've got to go back in time somewhere, mm. and you're not allowed back. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, being go? I'm being extra. Uh, yeah. See, then that then I'm thinking. Then's cushy. If it is dinosaurs, I'll be too scared to go any further back. I'll go back like last year. If I could go back in time and I had to stay there, oh. I may as well go back to yesterday. Yeah, you know, you know what I'll do. Go back in time, maybe like a year, so I can fart around for a year. But myself that didn't, before I went back, is still living. So my last Karen was normal. As another me, I get to dick around and do whatever I want. And then I'll keep an eye on myself, though. Just as I go back in time, I'll quickly slip into the house and be like, all right. <laughs> it didn't look like I went anywhere. Yeah. That's not very creative, is it? I've got the, the best. Year, year of messing around. I've got the best video. It starts off with an opening quote that really just takes the biscuit. Mysterious cases of time travel that can't be explained. I bet. I bet <laughs> they. Rational thought. Wait for be. this. Is time travel possible? The experts say no, but what do they know? <laughs> For the active imaginations, there's more than a few of us that either believe or want to believe that one day we could travel to another place in time. Picture of a watch. Two things annoying me about that statement. God. If they're experts, they do know. Yeah. And the experts say it is possible. Crap. Move on. In fact, some people say there's a mountain of photographic evidence to prove the existence of time travelers. Mm. From out-of-place people and objects to celebrity doppelgangers from the past, are these evidence of time travelers or just overactive imaginations? The hipster. This is the picture that started it all. Taken in British Columbia, Canada in the 1940s, some think the tall sunglass-wearing man is clearly a time traveler. After all, he stands out like a sore thumb in the crowd, thanks to his clothing, his camera, and yes, those sunglasses. Experts say that everything this guy is wearing is period appropriate. So the question that remains is, have we found a true time traveler or just an original hipster? Michael Sarah. Wait, experts said that what he's wearing is actually relevant to the time? Yeah, yeah. But it's not time traveler then. Well, yeah. she's basically debunking the experts. I want to know about Michael Sarah. I... This is a great one. Yeah, it's okay. Amazing. Go on. Way to hide the fact that you are a time traveler than to act all awkward and aloof while holding a career as an actor. Mm. Well, Michael Sarah, you've just been busted. This picture, taken in 1930s Germany, suggests some pretty big things. First, the Canadian actor traveled back in time as a spy to infiltrate the Nazi organization. What? Michael Sarah is actually a time traveler from the past, sent forward in time to infiltrate Hollywood. Just think of him as the Terminator, only not so scary and murderous. A factory worker. In 2013, footage emerged taken at a DuPont factory in Massachusetts in the 1930s, which seemingly seemed out of place. The short video showed workers exiting the plant and one of them talking into what appeared to be a cell phone. How can this be explained? There were no cell towers at this time, and radio communications still required large sets. Looks like she's just holding like a hairbrush and laughing and talking to her mate. Yeah. I'll show you the Charlie Chaplin one because that's much better. Oh. That, I've that seen the just... one at the boxing match as well. Oh, I've not seen that one. Oh, someone's holding an iPhone at a boxing match. Photoshop, mate. I love that video though because I what put it on. No. no. I put it on and it opened up with that sort of what do the experts know? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Bob's already seen this one, so do you want to watch this one? Am I watching it on my own? Yeah. Go on then. Do you want to describe it? Okay, so there's a zebra, an elephant. This is like a circus, black and white yeah. film thing. Is this the Charlie Chaplin movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that? Mm. What was it? Well, it looks like a phone, but... Someone's chatting on the phone, mate. No, because he's also heard it holding it there, and it's like a longer thing. Yeah, it's from the 80s. <laughs> it's an 80s phone. Look. Mm. Go on, explain it. It's, he's holding a phone up to his ear. But he, no, he's not holding a phone up to his ear. He's holding his hand up to his ear. And I can't see what's in his hand. He's talking into it. He's, a, he's, he's going, in yeah, the background. Mate, yeah, mate, I'm on the Charlie Chapman film. He's not talking into it. <laughs> he is. Who's he talking to? Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah, he talking to? Enough. Is there a phone tower there? So what do you think to that one, Beef? That's really Just, famous. That's proof. That's it's, really famous. It's ridiculous and not proof. What about them pictures of like um, people on laptops that are ancient Greek and stuff? We saw that one, didn't we? Yeah, there was a little clip of it. It's not a laptop, is it? What is it then? 
they're like tapping away. They're fucking. They're on Amazon, buying some new like robes. Some robes. Yeah. On Amazon. <laughs> Buy anything on Amazon. iPhone time travel. Mike Tyson. It was a Mike Tyson match. Someone is holding an iPhone. Mike Tyson fight from 1995 shows a time traveler using a smartphone. And this is on the DailyMail.com. Oh, so it's obviously true then. Mate, they can't print it if it's not true. Not even a nothing from Tiss. No. What's that? They can't print it if it's not true. That's it. Newspapers. They can't print it if it's not true. Exactly. So Mike Tyson fight from 1995 shows yeah. time traveler using a smartphone on the DailyMail.com. I believe it. They can't. They can't lie. They can't just outright lie. It's a time traveler. I'll just get him. I'll just go on Google Images. Here you go. It's not necessarily an iPhone, is it? It's just a camera. A smartphone. Yeah, I think this was debunked. I think people were just like, actually, do you know what? There was a camera around at the time that looked like that. It was this thing. Oh, right. But when everyone looked at that picture, they thought it was a smartphone. It does look like a smartphone, but yeah, that's debunk. So that's all the stuff I got on time travel, really. Loved it. It's like more factual than unexplained, mm. but... Yeah, but it is unexplained. I guess it's, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's un- explained, but it's unexplainable. What do you think they're ancient carvings of the people on the laptops, though? I think they're laptops. Do you? I think aliens came down and just were just like... Gave them a laptop and was like, these are going to be massive. I think they're <laughs> tablets, but not the tablets yeah. like tablets. That's it. People want to find weird shit. If, you, if they see that, they're like, oh, it's a tablet and a stylus. Yeah. No, it's a, a bit of paper and a parchment and a pen. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is laptops are like they are because of us. Yeah. So they would have been like that back then yeah. because they're useful to read, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I it's know. a design that works. Yeah. And it worked back in the Greek times. Maybe laptops were based on that carving. Yeah. Maybe well, helicopters have, were based been, on the carving from Egypt. They'd have been carving things and then they would have held it up like that. Yeah. While still carving away on their laps, so they so can check watch the what they while they're carving. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they could, they were hiding what they were carving with the other one. The other. Oh, they're playing a uh, Pictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> battleships. <laughs> no one yeah. said that. It might have been. It a could game. have been battleships. Yeah, it might have just been a game. You know? So yeah. Thanks, man. I wasn't expecting this today. I. I was. I thought it had been postponed. That was really cheery and light-hearted and I enjoyed yeah, it. I'm I, glad I didn't do it a couple of weeks ago when I was going to do it. I loved the Michael Sarah one when I was watching. I watched so it the other day I and I was pissing myself. I couldn't watch the rest of that video based on that Michael Sarah bit. way I know. too stupid. It almost peaks too early because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, and she's like, um, all it is is a picture. For you can see on, on here, but all it is is an old picture of a guy... That kind of looks like Michael Sarah. It doesn't even look like him that much. doesn't even really look like him. No, it's, it doesn't just, even look like a man. It looks like a German guy yeah. that, that resembles Michael Sarah. I yeah. bet there's millions. Exactly. Through history. Have you ever met anyone who looks like you? Uh, Robbie Savage. I did, looks actually. Like yeah. People say I look like Daniel Radcliffe. No. I don't think Daniel I do. <laughs> yeah, I get it all the time. Your dad said it to me the other day. What? Yeah, he said I saw you in the trailer for that new film. Yeah, my dad is blind in his left eye and terrible at seeing things. I... You look nothing like Daniel Radcliffe. That's what I think. Nah. <laughs> no. Not at all. Thanks. Okay. Well, Tish, that was really interesting. Yeah, I really, really, really interesting. That. Thanks. Great. Thanks. Anything I'm going to go and research it loads more. Yeah? I yeah, think I want to go and watch loads of stuff. <laughs> All the theories are so based around those Stephen Hawking ones that every video I watched was just a variation of the same thing. Right. It's so irritating because I wanted more. Oh, but... yeah, there is something I need to do. Yeah. And if you want to watch those videos, yeah, um, you can find them all on the blog, as Weird Tales and the unexplainable.blogspot.com. Um, and the pictures and everything, I'll do a companion post for every episode. You'll find it all on there. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, um, why would they want to get in contact with us? Because we're awesome. Say hello. Say you love the show. Say you hate the show. Say you think the show is a load of bollocks. Uh, Say we don't know anything. Tell us you want to marry us. Yeah. Ask um, for some stickers. Yeah, you can ask for a sticker if you want. Got well, it, you, you can have one, but you'd have to rate us on iTunes first. Yeah, you get a sticker as well. Go and rate us on iTunes. Tell us you did it and tell us you want a sticker for doing it and I'll, I might think about it. Well, we'll read the rating first. And yeah. <laughs> if it's star, no good, then you won't get it. Yeah. If it's one star, we'll send you half a sticker. Yeah. What else? What's the other thing? Unexplained. Did I say the email address? Unexplained. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Or just search for us. Easy to find us on there. I think that's it. That's all the contact stuff. Mm. Yeah. You know it by now, guys. Excellent. 
Until next time, travel. Oh! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> 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 So you don't like um you don't like mushrooms? No. I love mushrooms. Yeah, I wish I did. I really wish I did. So good. Because they always look nice to me. I see dishes and I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna give it a go. I like mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms, but that looks delicious. And I go to eat and I'm like, nah, no, 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 no. But I do it every all the time. Garlic mushrooms. If I see garlic mushrooms, I'm like, fuck it. I know I'm gonna like them this time. They look delicious. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, garlic mushrooms are amazing, mate. I did like the mushrooms in Japan. They are completely different. The Japanese wild mushrooms they put in ramen. Yeah, many shit take mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, all the mushrooms I had there. The long, thin, white, fingery ones yeah. they, they put in their soups and shit. They're delicious. 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 Well, my piece is ordered, so let's finish up the pod. Da 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 ba da da ba ba. That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Though. That was good as well. I feel like we're all tired, so we're just getting <laughs> yeah. like crazy. It's gonna be a crazy episode. We listen to it back and we're like, what did, what did we do this? Yeah. <laughs> they call that time travel. Oh, turn this crap over. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm.